0: accountable for any good and bad decisions that you make in reference to this podcast. Thank you. You have a great day. Hello, this is Willie Woods of Financial Nut. Um, I was laughing because I was talking to somebody about insurance the other day and you know, how we need insurance, you know, basically, if you drive a car, you're not supposed to drive around without insurance. You know, you could wind up with a lot of extra charges by driving around with insurance. But my, um, scope here is on life insurance and it's on burial insurance, There's one thing that you can count on. That if you were born, that you're going to die. Now, knowing this, you got to understand that there's all kind of people out here who's willing to sell you life insurance. And they sell you life insurance because it's a good business and they make a lot of money. And there's nothing wrong with that. But as a financial nut, You need to find a way to make some of that money that they're making or stop them from making some of that money that they're making. And one of the easiest ways that I found out is to build a portfolio. What you could do is you could go down to the local funeral home and see how much does it cost to bury a person get all your facts and figures and you get a number you know for those of you who are getting create cremated you get a number so you have this number and you ask them if you did it on payment plans how much it'll cost and they'll tell you how much it'll cost and once you know how much it will cost It's time for you to set up an account that will provide that amount of money in that case. So what I do is I go get a little investment account. And if they said $53 a day, I mean a a month or whatever, I will set up where $50 something a month go into that account. They said a hundred, I'll set up where a hundred. But what this account is for, this is my burial account. I'm using it to bury it. Now, on average, it costs anywhere from three to $9,000 to get cremated. And it can cost anywhere from nine on up to get buried, depending on the type of service you're going to have. So, if you invest this money in this account, instead of let them invest the money in an account, what you will be doing is you will be accumulating money to be available for when you die. Now, most people can't do that. The good thing about this account is if you live longer than expected, it'll accumulate a lot more money than you expected. And... It will be able to provide enough money to fend for your funeral and to cover for your insurance. And that's what I do. Um, I look at my goals, like for instance, burial is three to nine. So if I get $3,000 saved up, I have enough for one person to get cremated. If I get 6000 set up saved up, I got enough for two. If I get $9,000 saved up, I got enough for three. So with me doing that, I eventually have enough so that I don't have to ask people for money to help me bury people. I have the money, you know? You know, it, it's, it's not a fight over weight for the insurance and um, putting in death certificates or anything like that. It's you being able to take care of that expense. Now, once you got that expense, you got $9,000 for three. Those are just for um, cremations. Now, what if you wanted to do more? Then, what well, you got $9,000 for a burial? That's to do more. So you, you continue to save, and then eventually you're going to have $18,000 in that account. That f- could be for six cremations or it could be for two burials and you just keep on and keep on and keep on and what's the difference well the money is yours the money does not belong to the funeral home you decide which funeral home where and you pay them you decide to if you don't want to you know it's your choice it's your your choice and that's that's what we're here for we're here to establish your choice. And then eventually, that 18000 invested smartly will turn into, what, 27000 And on and on and on. As long as people live and you don't have to use it and touch that money, it's going to grow and grow and grow. And while this money's growing, well, you're growing money elsewhere, but you're growing this money just for that occasion. And when that occasion happens, you take out what is needed and take care of or Cremate, whoever it is. You, you, you set up a, a little thing in writing that that's what that money's for and that's what to do. And that money will continue to grow and continue to grow and continue to grow. And that pot of money will create wealth outside of what you're doing elsewhere. And you will create it with money that you have planned to spend for funerals. Now, does that make any sense to you? See, because y- you got you to gotta think outside the box. You know that you're going to spend the money. You can borrow it when it happens. You could go online and ask for it when it happens. Or you can have it when it happens. Or if it happens and you don't have the full thing, you could at least have some when it happens. You hear what I'm saying? I've been on this earth damn near 60 years. Would it make sense for me not to be able to have enough money to bury me or to um, cremate me? That would be that that's that's bad management. But see, what happens is we get into life and we forget about everything else. Part of life is death. So if you take care of death while you're taking and participating in the rest of life, it all works out. So am I telling you to sock away a bunch of money for burials? I'm not really saying that. What I'm saying, if you're going to put money away for burials by paying one of those burial policies or something like that, you might as well Put the money in an account and take care of it and invest it yourself. But for those of you who cannot do that, then yeah, you need to go buy a burial policy. Because there's two things that's guaranteed to happen. And one of them is that one day you're going to die. Now... A lot of times um, people can't do that. A lot of times people won't do that. You know, the same thing with life insurance. You know, if you're paying a company $300 a month for a certain amount of life insurance, why are not you just put that in an account for yourself and invest in it yourself? If you really think about it. Now, if you got them already, I'm not, do not stop them. I'm, I'm telling you, don't stop them. But But if you want to gain some more and you can do it, take that same amount and put it in an account and invest it in companies that pay dividends and compare the growth of your insurance account opposed to that account. And you'll find out that that account is going to start growing by leaps and bounds. And if it's in an account... That's taxable when you take the money out, not taxable when you put the money in. Or if it's in a Roth, um, remember at Roth, you could take the money out at 59. So just make sure you put it in somebody's name who's, you know, somewhere around going to be that age, or you could take the penalties. Sometimes the penalties aren't as bad as, you know, if you really need the money, you know, and you've, you've gained so much and you're only taking out a certain amount. Um, Take the penalty. But take care of these problems so that your family won't have to be sitting up there trying to figure it out. That's part of investing. Invest wisely. This is Willie Woods, The Financial Nut, and I'm out.